magic STD. Okay, that works. Kind of makes you nostalgic for good old-fashioned herpes. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, even the shows that I watched and now kind of don't remember at all. So this is going to be a real fun episode, Chris. (laughs) It's a forgettable one because there was no karate. There's no karate, problem number one. Uh, No real character development. Uh, a, A kind of just weird and bad Monster of the Week I didn't really care for. Uh, And yeah, just nothing... Oh, also, there was Rick and Morty quotes in it for some reason. Like, oh, I forgot. Really I scraping forgot. the bottom. Of, I just looked at my notes and was like, Rick and Mar- what is Rick and Morty doing here? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, this episode isn't like ultra bad or anything like that. It's it's very forgettable. It's very plain. Um, and and like I said, no no karate. Har- no, I mean, as far as I'm aware, I didn't see any. I don't I don't think. And I just want to just clarify, just in case, I don't think there was any question about it. But I'm not using karate as a blanket term for martial arts. I'm using it. F- for karate specific martial art karate karate because that's what sam winchester knows i just want to clear the air on that one he's taekwondo get the fuck out of here no like more like taekwondo don't am i right (laughs) you took the words right out of my mouth mixed martial arts more like mixed martial farts get it out of here get it out of here i don't it's ka it's ra and it's tay all right karate that's what we that's what we're here for we're also here that's what my dad has a black belt in. <laughs> to remind people to go to patreon.com the god damn it gary that's hilarious to remind people right? to go to patreon.com slash monster of the week to support the show a couple of bucks a month gets you access to our discord it gets you uh exclusive podcast gets you all kinds of cool bennies we appreciate each and every person that has done that so far thank you so so much chris we're in the middle of season 11, my man, and I don't have any memory whatsoever of it. Can you catch me up before we talk about this episode? Gets you bennies, huh? All right. Um, okay, you so don't, you don't like last that? time on Supernatural, <laughs> with a little help from Jody, Alex, Claire, and some good old-fashioned karate, Sam and Dean helped take down some vengeful vamps out for blood. But despite this rousing success and the heaps of leftovers they went home with, things are as dire as ever for the Winchesters. Unbeknownst to them, Sam's girlfriend Rowena is dead, and Dean's boyfriend Castiel is possessed by Lucifer. Sprinkle it a little bit of Amara on top, and our boys are looking at a real shitstorm on the horizon. I love it. This is season 11, episode 13, Love Hurts. I'm not going to do the song, Chris. Do you want to do it? Do you want to? I don't know. Um, no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to. Can you, I don't know that I can hit the notes, really. This was written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder, our dynamic duo that has given us a series of episodes that have left us going, eh. 
<laughs> it was directed by Phil Segrisha and aired uh, very close to Valentine's Day on February 10th, 2016. Who do you love? Sam and Dean investigate a set of murders on Valentine's Day and discover they are dealing with an ancient curse. Once kissed by the curse, the person is marked to die. All right. It's straightforward. Was this, was this after It Follows? It has to be, right? Um, I don't know, actually. Because isn't this just a shitty version of It Follows? <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know that. I don't remember. I I saw that movie in theaters. I don't think I've seen it since. Yeah, it follows as a 2014 American Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is definitely after it follows. I um wow. Yeah, this it's it's a lot of that, and it's a lot of time spent like oh they're a shapeshifter or oh they're this, but they're not. <laughs> it's not. It's nothing. So we start off in uh, Valentine's Day, Hudson, Ohio. There's a couple going out on a date. The baby babysitter shows up, and sure enough, she's smooching the husband behind the wife's back. She's waiting for him to break up with his wife. Um, there's a Joe Hill novel on the table, mm-hmm. heart-shaped box, I believe. Haven't read it. Just noticed it. That's Stephen King's son. Um, they were just really going for the set dressing on this it's one. Really, you know? really just. I mean, they they have like clips from like we mentioned Rick and Morty and some other shit in there. Like when she's watching, and it's all it's all Valentine's Day themed, and she's sad because she's alone and her boyfriend is married and out on a date with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like a loser. Um, so there's this kind of it's filmed in such a way as if she's being watched. You know, the camera kind of creeping behind bushes creeping behind banisters of stairs like somebody's nearby looking through the window or something like that um and we're just getting that insane belligerent cacophony of rick and morty bleeding out of the tv um just those horrible hell sounds that make you want to scratch your ears out um we hear that from the tv while somebody comes in and sneaks up behind our babysitter here um it's somebody that she knows and recognizes but we don't see their face uh and then suddenly the, this person punches through her through her chest i guess i mean that's karate i guess um uh, one is it you're right i feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like no. karate like your your hands would be like you would be doing that like i'm gonna curl my fingers downwards and my hand's gonna be like a straight board and punching through somebody to grab yeah. it like you know what i'm saying like There's this a, feels like a yeah. full open fist situation i don't i don't yeah. think that's karate. you're right you're right you're right um but yeah he punches through her chest and takes out her heart um and the the camera kind of zooms in on a teddy bear that's watching it all suggesting that this is a like a nanny cam yes uh Um, imagine having to listen to uh rick tell you about how pointless love is as you your heart is ripped from your body imagine being that that's i cannot imagine a worse fate i i don't know i've maybe seen one episode of rick and morty a very popular show you and i are both big community fans or we were big community fans when that was on same creator dan Harmon. Um, and yet there is something about Rick and Morty that uh, it just it's why I have stomach aches. I think it's it, a well-documented <laughs> history of of me with my stomach aches. It's because of Rick and Morty. I uh, I don't know why we're camping out on this, but like I actually enjoy Rick and Morty quite a bit. Like I've watched all of those episodes. I like, didn't know that. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually like I'm, 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 I hesitate to call myself a fan of that show because of how toxic that fandom is. And like that show has some really good goofs and has like this running kind of zaniness to the plot in this weird sci-fi time travel bullshit kind of way that I think is really funny. But it's one of those things of like, if you're the kind of person that walked out of fight club going like, God fucking, that was awesome. Like we should start a fight club. Then you have missed the fucking point of the movie. My dog, like this right, is not, right. if you come out of that and think like, I want to be just like Rick, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Um, so I anyway, just, Taking a note, Jeremy is a Rick and Morty 
fan thanks so okay. just wanted to make sure that yeah. i remember that did you just take a note um, into twitter is that just what you just did right there took, <laughs> uh, just took a note anyway back at the bunker dean is waking up after a night out Oh, because he just wants you to believe that he's he has not a virgin. He has girlfriends. Yeah. He's got a hickey from Valentine's Day. Can you believe that? No. It's, um, what he is used he called? A, he Drifter used a, Christmas or whatever? He used a he used a, like a weird syringe to give himself that hickey. He, there was he absolutely no did. Way. Sam's like, I'm pretty sure you were home all night. You were chilling with the Bunker Boys all night. Um, Sam's got a case yes. about a heart ripped out on Valentine's Day. Um, I believe that Dean then asks, what is it, an ironic werewolf? And I thought that yuck, was a little yuck, bit yuck, funny, yuck. but also a little bit bad. But also what? I, you team broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I thought that was a little bit funny, but also a little bit bad. Oh, yes. We'll 100% agree on a little bit funny and a lot of bit bad. 100%. <laughs> They, um, uh, oh, and I actually I, I did take a note here, and I said that usually I find these kind of exchanges to be pretty funny because Jared and Jensen are, are funny guys. Um, but this felt really wooden and stiff for some reason, like so, like they just got in a fight IRL, or like somebody was in a bad mood that day and didn't want to do goofs on set. Um, I, f- I feel like it's what it's, happens when they give Dean a sex life and Sam has to deal with it. Right, like mm-hmm. it feels like every time they do one of these jokes of Dean's coming back and he, because there's a joke later of like you need to take a shower first, you smell awful, and I'm like, what did you do that you ended up coming home smelling awful? Like what, yeah. like what, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do, bro? But, but like it's one of those things of, of of just like Jared having to deal with this, or I guess uh, Sam having to deal with it. It always feels a little like. Because I think these people are the ones that wrote the Virgin episode that were the not the Virgin episode, but the ones where the boys have to swear yeah. the chastity promise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Dean ends up having sex with the ex porn star. Like it's just fucking ridiculous that we have to deal with any of this kind of crap. Bro, he respects women, and so does this show, man. Yeah. Can you just get over it already? I know. <laughs> oh man, he needs to come on that forum of about respecting women where I met Ian, because um, that's that's a good forum to be on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, they head to the crime scene where this woman got her heart ripped out, and yes. they're talking to the husband and wife um, about what they found. Only one thing was stolen. It was the—I na- mean, first of all, the woman's heart because it was ripped out of her chest. <laughs> there were two um, things stolen. <laughs> so there's two things stolen, and the other thing was that nanny cam. Um, the boys are like immediately like, "Yo, this husband—he's pretty sus, acting fucking uh, shady." Yeah. Uh, they decide to split up. Sam goes to the corner. We haven't had a good corner scene with Sam in what feels like two or three seasons. Yeah, uh, they he really enjoys it. <laughs> they both investigate the body, and the corner is like, it's an animal attack, but it doesn't look quite right. And then Sam is just like, hey, I'm just going to take a picture of this dead body on my phone. Is that cool? Yeah, and the guy's, on my iPhone 6. Yes. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, um, it's very, I mean, we haven't had a scene of Sam cutting open a dead body in like so long. I know, which I is really disappointing. Remember season five when Sam was jacked out of his fucking mind? Dude. When like Jared Padalecki was like maybe on steroids because he was so huge. Uh, and I'm hey, I'm I'm not complaining. There's I'm a not do what you got to do. He was unreal, and he would roll those sleeves up, and he would get a tiny little scalpel, and he would slice into dude. Like I, that's what I'm talking about, dude. There's a uh, that season five finale that we did uh, where I did the collage. Um, there's a. <laughs> there's a line from you and i just i've heard it so much because i edited that and i go back to that podcast uh, from time uh, to time but it's like and, the, and sam ripped this guy's fucking head off <laughs> Samford <laughs> university dude <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, shit, I, I just, mean i'm not i've i've 
was then and am now always impressed with how huge season five Jared Padalecki was. That guy was a monster. He was, he was like crazy. he was bulking up. <laughs> Did you see that? Um, I don't remember the dude from It's Always. I don't remember his name, but the guy that got all jacked up. We got super oh, yeah, fat yeah, and then yeah. got all jacked up on It's Always Sunny. And then um, Kumail got super jacked for his Marvel movie. Um, uh-huh. They both guested on. Um, oh, shit. Who is that guy? Um, fuck, God, I can't remember the dude's name. Some other dude uh, who's married to. It doesn't matter. Anyway, about they, they did a whole podcast about men's bodies and how we should love men's bodies and like the experience of them getting ripped or jacked or whatever. And I'm just like, I. I'm not going to be able to listen to this podcast. <laughs> like, this you are, be- you're all, you're already on that podcast, bro. We're talking about Sam Winchester's biceps. I guess bro. that's true. I guess I have been doing that podcast. And that's, I don't listen to other You've supernatural been doing podcasts. that podcast since 2017 or whatever the hell we started this. So, uh, Dean decides to go meet up with the husband when the husband's at work. Uh, the husband says, um, He's on the chick's Facebook. He's on the babysitter's Facebook page, just like looking at her in nice pictures and feeling guilty. Um, and he confesses to Dean pretty quickly that he is the one that stole the uh, nanny cam nanny footage. Cam. Um, yeah. And then Dean's we get, like, yo, that is incredibly suspicious. So uh, sus. You're coming down to the station, bro. So sus. Uh, I do like I do like uh, Dean here because he's really aggressive with this guy. He's just like, yeah, you could do it with me here. or We could take it downtown, man. Like, he's really, like, super aggressive yeah. with the dude. And the guy is just like, a, a child was murdered in my house, and I happened to be boning that child. Like, please give me some time <laughs> to adjust. Anyway, he gets the nanny came out, and then we we're treated to, like, a lot. I don't know if you noticed this. There's a lot of, like, shoving SD cards into slots in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a major verb. It's weird. Episode. Yeah. Um, and of course, the footage is him killing this babysitter. It's or somebody that looks like him or him uh, killing the babysitter. And Dean, of Bar. course, is like, "Yeah, that's that's normal. We got this. Just give it to me and yeah. don't tell anybody about it." Um, and then he goes back to the hotel to show this to Sam, and we're treated with even more slamming SD cards into slots. I don't yeah. know what. And if this was season five, Sam, you know what we would have found when we got back to the hotel? Sam doing fucking push-ups, dude. You know what we see now? Him slamming slots sd cards what do you call that thing that weird pull up that arrow does where he like pulls himself up and then like throws the bar up to grab a a higher place and then pulls himself up and does it again like those things i call it hot yeah he would be he would be doing his hots um (laughs) sam watches the footage this time we get the eye glint that that we are used to seeing from a shifter um you know i i miss the eye glint a little bit i do too I actually I wrote in my notes, it. where is the eye glint? Because we don't see it in the first time we watch this footage, but we see it in the second. So, Yeah. <laughs> what? <Cool. laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did that offend you? Am I, am I too much of a nerd for you now, Chris Mosher? What, what did I say that was so over the line? No, no I just expected you to say something else. And I'm just like, yeah, all right. Sick. let's camp out on that yeah let's keep going um no uh now it's time God, to kill to now me. now it's time to kill dan uh dan is the husband sorry dan uh dan you gotta go the baby the his secretary leaves um she gets on her way to the elevator she is brushed past by a somebody with a blind ponytail and of course it's the babysitter who comes up to dan and says that he wants she wants his heart and then she punches it out of his body it's funny because like the mystery is gone already. Because, like, if she had come back, you would have been like, oh, shit, that's crazy. But, like, we saw the shifter eyes on the 
<laughs> is it even a shifter? It's I, not you know, a don't shifter. Tell me. We'll figure it it's, out. It's like we'll a, I guess it it's a version of a shifter or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, who fucking cares about that? Um, so yeah, they interviewed the the secretary, confirmed that it was Stacy, the babysitter. Um, and then they but that's find impossible, it, they, Jeremy. They, She's already they, dead. And they kill it, and then the episode is over. We can hopefully get back to Amara and Castiel. Because <laughs> yeah. goddamn, what is what are we doing? Where's Cass? Where's Cass? Where is Amara? Uh. So, um, they go to interview the widow who was totally losing it, who knew about the affair, um, but says she didn't kill him. Dan, excuse me, Dean gives her this like real slick, like, oh, why don't you write your phone number down for us and use this silver pen and confirms that she is not a shifter. Yeah. Uh, so she passes the test. And then from here, it's just very funny to me that. Dean Dean's horny needs to go find a hookup. He's a fucking thirty five year old man who's just like I'm a horny. I need to go deal with this. I need to go. You're deal an with adult this. man. Stop. You're old. You I need to knock it off. Because too Sam horny to work. Sam's conversely, he's like, I'm gonna go hit the lore. Which you know what I take. I'm talking shit about Dean. That's not fair because to Sam it's the same thing. To S- Sam reading lore is like Sam reading smut because we know um we know his taste. I mean, so, I, I I definitely agree with you there. Uh, I mean, because like you know, you you want to read up on the thing that you like to fuck, right? Like, right. You know what I'm saying, like right. you want to get to know it a little bit before you fuck it. That's why gamers love to read about <laughs> women. That's where that's where that's why that's why game facts exist, dog. Is, right, dude. is to get to know the character before you fuck it. Um, the thing that's weird here is Sam says he's going to go like read up on the lore, and I'm like, what lore yeah. do you need to know about shapeshifters? Dude, you guys have been fighting them. For, this is the longest. This is your oldest enemy at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's always the lore you don't know that comes back to bite you, dude. He's got to. He's got to get that lore. <sighs> I what just, a nerd! What, what a fuck, an absolute nerd. nerd. Sam Winchester, who used to be fucking buff, dude. And now all he's got are these are these kids. He's got Brock Buckner to look up to, some kid, right? Sam used to be that guy. Sam used to be the buff dude. He was huge and he was in charge. Now what is he doing? He's going back to the motel to read lore that he already knows. Oh. How the mighty have fallen. That's all I'm saying. Is, is he used Rick- to drink demon blood. <laughs> <laughs> used to smash werewolves. Used now, to now what is he exercise do? demons with your mind? What, I mean, now look at you. What, what are you doing now? You're a pale imitation of your former self. You're a pale Sandwich imitation. Sister. I know that you're just trying to be healthy for real life. You're just trying to take care of your mental health and your family in real life. So but that's not, I'm not here for that, bro. Chris, Where's the protein powder? Not in your diet, clearly. I, I have a question for you, Chris. All right. Uh, we both know that when Sam says, I'm going to go check the lore, he's going to go jerk it over a shapeshifter lore, right? Yeah. Like, that's what he's yeah. going to go do. Like, he's yeah. he's going he's gonna, to he's gotta rub one out so that he can just focus. He's got to get it out of his system so he can focus on the job at hand. Does he use Dad's diary to read about the shapeshifter lore when he jerks it? Or do you think that's a I little would, too close I would to argue home? that at a time, yes, he did. Uh-huh. Uh, but no longer. He's used up all the material. Oh, okay. There's only so many There's times so you can much. return to that well. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just going to AO3 and typing shapeshifter and lore. I mean, and there's a whole world of it out there. He doesn't have to go to dad's. I mean, yeah, maybe in a pinch, maybe in a bind, he returns to an old favorite. But um, but no, I think he's, he's, he's more advanced. I mean, imagine the look on his face the first night when he was alone in the bunker. A whole world Ooh. of lore before him. 
I did unexplored not, lore. I did not think about this. This would be like if if you had a porn addict that was transported into from 1982 to like 2020, right? Right. right. This is what happens. Like, right. oh my god! Like, I don't have to. I don't have to go to some weird place on the side of the interstate. I could just. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. From the privacy yeah. of my own. Oh, and it's everywhere. And it's everything that I could possibly think Let's of find in a million out some years. Things about myself. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right. Anyway, I'm sorry for body shaming Sam. He's fine. He's, he's fine. still a beautiful he's good, man. He's, he's in way guy. better shape than I'll ever be in my. But all I'm saying, yeah. all I'm saying is I miss huge Sam. So uh, the widow runs inside after beating. Oh with yeah, there's Sam characters in this episode. I forgot. Uh, she pulls out what looks like a shoebox full of hex bags and starts like feeding them through the garbage disposal. And she calls a number. Uh, which he has a business card for that's the art of dying d-y-e-i-n-g as if to die something um and she leaves a voicemail right. saying something went wrong she needs some help C- call soon um and later that night she's chug a lug and wine when something starts banging at the door she assumes that it's sam and dean for some reason i guess she's got a little deep into that wine and it's like maybe the fbi uh-huh. agents have come back uh-huh. hey every, everybody's a little horny at this yeah, point everybody's a little horny including the old widow uh yeah so um she peeps through the eye hole and of course it is Dan, her dead husband, uh, who asks nicely to be let in and then immediately punches a hole through the door. She yeah. runs away uh, and gets her mace out, maces him, and then throws a flower pot at his face and then jets out the back door. Can I just really quick come back? Uh, they have a they had a daughter. Otherwise, they wouldn't have needed a babysitter. They, I mean, I'm pretty sure they said they had a daughter. At some where point. is the where is the baby? Where's the daughter? Where is the, the daughter? Baby? I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely like, right. They, Why do they have a babysitter? Oh my god, this episode sucks so bad. Like her husband died, and she's not like with her kid. She's like calling her her witch hairdresser and like running off and do like where's maybe Where there's a the throwaway child? line about the baby staying with her mother or something. Oh yeah, like yeah. That, oh, like, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's there. It absolutely is that. Okay, never mind. This episode I still don't know sucks that. though. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do remember Dean being like, "Where's the baby?" And I was like, "Are you about to start killing a baby, Dean? What's going on here?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dean, that look in your eye. I don't know. Dean arrives at the back at the hotel um, and says, uh, basically asks Sam, like, oh, or tell Sam I struck out. Uh, there were no good babes, uh, and they kept calling, saying that I had a dad bod. And look, I, I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you're you're thick or thin, or if you're fatty, or you're fucking hard as a rock. Like that's whatever is fine with me, man. Like live your life. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But you cannot. You absolutely cannot ask me to sit here and accept that any woman alive looked at Jensen Ackles and called and said that he had a dad bod. It's offensive to the rest of us. It's offensive now, to if you, dads. If you frankly. wanted to say, if you wanted to look at Sam and say, like, you know, or Jared Padalecki and be like, you used to be fucking huge and now you're just tall. You know, I I, I support you on that one. <laughs> sure, like we can body shame Jared Padalecki all day st- long. I have to stop. I have to stop. <laughs> String bean Padalecki, as they like to call uh, him on set. You know what I'm saying? That guy could lift me and, and throw me off the roof of my house, no problem. S- noodle arms, Padalecki. Noodle arms, noodle arms, Padalecki, as they call him. <laughs> but there's no way you can't you can't tell me that Jensen Ackles has a dad bod. It's just dis- disrespectful to the rest. You can of the barely population. say that I have a, a, a dad bod right like i'm a little bit over that line much less jensen fucking articles anyway the widow arrives she's all freaked out um she says that she bought a uh spell from her hairdresser um, who called herself a white witch and she gives sam a copy of the spell and sam figures out pretty quickly this is not a spell but it's a curse called the kiss of death 
Um, Dean demands, and one of my favorite exchanges in this episode, what does the lore say? And Sam responds, yeah. there is no lore! <laughs> Which I can only imagine just causes him the most just extreme case of blue balls we've ever seen. For sure. Um, so I, at this point, I was like, ah, oh, the kiss of death. Uh, it's spread through the lipstick. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. No. I think it's, or is it? Did sure. they decide that the lipstick was a thing, or was it just the it's, smooch? It's, I think it's just anybody that you kiss. Okay, because so, like, when do she, the, spell. the wife kisses Dan, mm-hmm. she kisses him with a lot of lipstick on, and then he has it, and then he kisses the babysitter, and I think yeah. she gets a little lipstick on her. Maybe it was all in my head, but I started to really put a lot of importance on this lipstick, and brother, it does not come back up. It <laughs> does not matter, my man. It just does not matter whatsoever. <laughs> um, but the widow kissed Dan, and he kissed Stacy the babysitter, and then both of them died, and now this thing is on the hunt for her. And um, it just like in it follows, if you if you don't pass along the curse to someone else, you will get killed yourself. Yeah, that's um, also how the ring works. Oh, sure, yeah, the same, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> but without, if you don't pass along the videotape, if you don't make a copy and show somebody else, then you're dead. It follows. It's just the ring, but with STDs instead of videotapes. Yeah, yeah that's yes. for a modern audience. And even though the ring is sort of also that, it's very weird. But okay, you know what my favorite thing about it follows is. That it's like the ring. It's uh, there's a scene where a girl is using like her compact case, um, except when the camera goes over, it's like a ebook reader. So it's just like a flat clamshell that like has two screens on it. She's just like scrolling through a book with her thumb, and it doesn't exist. Like that, that is not a thing that. Oh, ever... I remember that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And like people kind of were like, "Wait, can I buy that? That's so cool!" And like, yeah. I, I just love that they invented this like weird thing put it in frame and then didn't like market it or merchandise it or anything like that. We're just like, yeah, it's just weird. Like we just wanted it to be, we wanted to unsettle you and like ask when this was happening or where this was happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cool idea. Uh, just as Dean is telling the widow, we won't let that thing kill you. Dan throws a box through the window and <laughs> a detail Uh-oh. that will be addressed at the end of this episode. <laughs> no, no worries about babies or lipstick, but we're going to take care of that window later. Don't you worry. Uh, Dean shoots him, doesn't do anything. And then Dean grabs the widow and plants one on her gives her old smackaroo yeah, and then transferring uh, the curse to him very brave very brave sam does like a little like one move like mm-hmm. one karate move maybe does he attack him with like a, a, a pole or a bat or something like a chair just pull, chair, picks up a chair something. Something. barely karate. i was taking notes and i looked up and i saw i saw the back swing <sighs> you know i didn't get i didn't catch the whole thing <laughs> yeah barely barely counts as karate if it's just a chair uh disappointing they all jump in the Apollo. Sam is super pissed, uh, but Dean's like, "What do you expect me to do? I'm going to save this chick." Um, they have they are they're stopped. He's like, "Bro, you don't got to be the martyr for this shit, Dean." Um, and I was like, "This is extremely season one, Dean, right here. Like, this isn't oh no of the darkness. I have to sacrifice my. It's none of that. Like that's that's fucking Dean Winchester to a T. Is like when the time of action comes, he's the one who throws himself in front of it. Like not because he wants to sacrifice himself, but because he wants to save the person. That's what he just did. He saved this woman. That's what also I, he wanted to he wanted to smooch her. <laughs> he kind of wanted to smooch the widow. Like he's say, desperately lonely. <laughs> he's so lonely, so lonely since Castiel got turned into a fish and then left him. Yeah. And now it's a fish possessed by Lucifer. Unbelievable story on Reddit, by the way. I. Yeah. <laughs> 39 hunk um but the I, I like this because like like you mentioned like it's saving the person and hunting the thing like it makes both yeah. of his jobs easier right like now they don't have to worry about this thing coming for the woman and now the thing will come directly for them so they just have to figure out how to kill it i thought it was very it was classic brave you know like kind of like brave 
like stupid brave dean kind of like that kind of made me feel like he's an hero you know what i'm saying he's an ear too he's an hero he's an hero i miss the hero i miss the hero era <laughs> i kind of did a weird tracy shit. morgan thing there i'm sorry shit, <laughs> been man. watching a lot right, of 30 rock right. and just drifted into it <laughs> it's okay man um so <laughs> at one point the wife goes what kind of fbi agents are you because she sees the trunk yeah <laughs> and they just go the fake kind. the fake kind. and, and then really i think and then one of them says we're hunters as if that means anything Anything to anybody who knows what that like, means hunters, Sam. Uh, like if you if in real life if somebody said oh i'm a hunter i would say yeah deer yeah, yeah. deer elk <laughs> of bear, antelope do, do you hunt cats do you stab frogs that are in ditches and then take them back to your house right. and put them in a pot like i don't yeah well, there's a lot of i don't know what your, what's your there. jam dude um because this show is just so like within its own universe of everything oh okay yeah i've heard of hunters you guys are secret but no i've heard of you yeah we're the that kind of hunters that term that, means something to me <laughs> We uh we definitely hunt dead cheating husbands. This is what we do. This is the thing that we are yeah. done, and also make out with their widows. This is the two. This is <laughs> hunting dead cheaters, um, kissing widows. The family business. The family business. Bro. Um, Been saying it since day one. So they roll up at the hairdresser's place. Her yes. name is Sonia. She's not there right now. She did the spell in the basement of her salon, which is previously stated the art of dying. A little fun play mm. on words there. Mm. Um, they drive there. They give the wife a silver knife to defend herself in case Sonya shows up. Uh, and then they just leave her in the car. Uh, and the boys head inside the salon. Um, good old-fashioned breaking into a place. Um, Sam sneaks in, and he's got his gun out. And Dean gives him a look like, what are you going to do with that gun? And Sam says, which killing bullets? I thought that was a little bit funny. Um, well, the, the says, we've got to come up with a better name than that. I mean, like, no, you don't. <laughs> No, you don't. Yeah, what are you, what are you going to call it? Witchies? Like, it's not a fucking right. Kojima game. Like, just call it Witch right. Killer Killing Bullets. Remember when you called the, those the Leviathans or whatever the hell they were the the Jefferson Starships? Like, I'm like a writer put that in a script, dude. Yeah, and that got through like several layers of approval, and they got put that in Jensen Ackles' mouth. Yeah, Jensen Ackles yeah. had to say that with his mouth. Like, that's bad. <laughs> that's very bad. <laughs> um. So Dean is wandering around. Um, Sam finds a drawer full of witchy shit, including a weird book. And that's what we find out. Including the lore. Including all of the lore. Hopefully he saved this book at the end of the day. That'd be a good book to have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, It turns out that they're not. It's not a shifter. It's a thing called a Kareen. Which can't. Which are shapeshifters. Yes. Uh, And they are sort of like Jin or or Genie. Like you summon them and they will kind of like grant you a wish, sort of. Yeah, um, but they totally. they show themselves as your deepest darkest desire. Um, yes. At this point, I was like, "Yo, I can't wait to meet Amara because it's absolutely what we're going to see in this episode." But I also, in my notes, for some reason, wrote, "Can't wait to see Abaddon." <laughs> <laughs> we could not remember Abaddon's name for like two seasons, <laughs> but suddenly she's just in my notes. <laughs> that's the that's the woman with the Welsh accent. Is that right? The Abaddon? Knight of Hell is yeah. who she was. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, definitely a Welsh accent on her. Yeah, it was the um, Welsh accent. Yeah. So uh, they also find out that to kill this thing, you have to stab it in its heart, but the, it doesn't actually possess the heart. This the spellcaster, the witch, will have the heart somewhere. So you have to go find it and stab it. Um, they decide to split up again. This time they Rochambeau to see who's going to take the upstairs or the downstairs. And surprisingly, Dean wins. This is always a weird little joke in the, the series weird. that I always forget about and don't really care for. Um, the first I mean, like fine. two times they do it, you're like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, every time they've done it since then, it's not. 
It's not funny. It's like Either go- Sam has to win every time and it always has to work, or they just need to stop doing it. Um, yeah. It's like Ghostfacers episode. They had one good right. at run, they and then after that, run. they just kept going down in quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so I know you pointed it out, but they have to they have to stab this thing in the heart, but it has a giant hole in its chest, and I just I just visually wanted to conjure that up. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right, they do that. Um, Sam goes back upstairs, like into the main salon area, to find a fancy box. Um, he he picks it up, and and sure enough, there's a heart in there. But just then, the witch Sonia shows up, uh, and she starts using magic to pin him down. Ooh, sexy times! Yes. Uh, downstairs, Amara shows up, and she says that she understands the longing in his heart, and he in uh, his heart in his heart, and he very quickly identifies her as a Korean. Uh, but upstairs, we we cut back over upstairs. Sonia is telling Sam that she knows she's a hunter, and she did all of this to stick it to the cheating dudes that just get away with whatever out there. Um, it's you know, it's a whole situation. Yeah, she wants to screw over the cheating dudes, and then the women who are weak enough to go back to the cheating dudes. Yes, um, she's just trying to screw everybody because she just she thinks they all suck. Um, um back down <laughs> to the Kareen, she's telling Dean. Um, that all of his love is cloaked in shame, but he should just give into it. Um, but Dean's, Dean's, you know, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, audience. The real Amara does have a hold on him, on me, says Dean. <laughs> I don't know what perspective I'm trying to talk to. This, this is what it's now. like to write any more than a page of a book. <laughs> like where, yes. what, yes. What's, Wait, what perspective am I in? Am I past um, future? Am I future present? Ah, yeah. So Dean does admit that yes, the real Amara has a hold on him, but, um, the, the Kareen in front of him is just a cheap imitation and that's not going to stop him. Um, so while that's happening, the witch is choking Sam, doing some bad stuff. But then the wife shows up from earlier, the hey. widow or whatever, and she um, tells her to stop. And then Dean's down in in the basement running away. I, okay, I did like this part where Dean is running from fake Amara and fake Amara is just punching holes through shit. Um, it's very intense. And he's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Um, it's very funny because they have uh, built Amara up into this powerhouse like she survived an angel strike she like pulled the black nothingness out of the world back into herself she's on par with god and then like we have her running down running around a half unfinished basement punching holes in like plot yeah (laughs) right like it's just the weirdest like and i know like this is supernatural dot txt or whatever like this is what the bad guys do but it's just really funny to me that like here is this incredibly gorgeous woman who is supposed to be one of the most powerful beings in the universe punching like some quarter inch plywood good job everybody <laughs> love it love it um so upstairs um yeah the sam gets a chance to grab his witch killing gun and he shoots the uh the, the witch um and stabs the heart just in time to save dean who is about to get clobbered downstairs by the kareen um sam comes downstairs and there's no sign of it of any danger there's just uh, holes punched in like every surface in the room I like um so right here Sam is going to ask um or he notices this and then uh we we kind of move on like we we we're no longer worried about the widow they're in the car we're we're kind of moving past into our end of the episode piece and Sam asks like oh hey what did you what what form did the Kareen take like was it Jessica Simpson because they had been joking about it being one of the Daisy Duke characters and they were asking was it went from the original series or the reboot or whatever and uh, and Dean amazingly could not believe this just tells the truth <laughs> and sam is like yeah duh i knew it was going to be a <laughs> like it's written all over yeah. your face my yeah. dude <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah, I actually, I, I, I really appreciated that they did the honest thing here because it's something that it, it feels like necessary to address if we, especially if we want the boys to be on the same team. And that makes it complicated in an interesting way and not just complicated in, in the cheap, crappy one boy's line to the other boy way that they always do. Yes. Um, so yeah, I was, um, I, I was, I was kind of psyched to see that Dean admits to this. And I like the way that the conversation unfolds because he's like, he owns up to Amara being his deepest, darkest desire. Sam is not surprised, but then Dean is like, dude, she can't be like, this can't be real. Um, and it's like, that's the most honest shit ever. Like, that's such a, like an honest reaction. And he's not trying to lie to Sam. He's just, he's trying to deny it like to himself kind of like, you know, like, Hey, like this can't be true. Like I, 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 you know, I can't really feel that way. Right. Um, and Dean is like, or Sam is like, you know, why not? Um, and he asks something along the lines of, um, cause it makes you complicit, weak or evil. Um, and Dean says for starters, yeah. But then Sam says, Dean, do you honestly think that you ever had a choice? She's the sister of God. Um, Sam doesn't blame or judge Dean whatsoever. At least he doesn't seem to be. Um, he does give kind of one of those serious looks after this conversation. And I can't tell if it's Sam just being um being judgmental or anything like that or if it's a he is more worried than he's trying to let on one of you know one of those things obviously it's a serious situation but he wants to just support dean he asks him just how bad is it and dean says standing here right now every bone in my body wants to run her through but when i'm near her something happens i can't explain it also funny that he said run her through i'm like dude really you have to use that um anyway he says call it desire love it's not that i'm screwed up man um and he feels like he he doesn't have it in him to to kill her when like when the time comes if they figure out the way dean doesn't think that he'll be able to do it um and he says i'm sorry to do that to you you know but when it comes down to it and i like the the delivery of that line i think jensen does a great job and the i'm sorry to do that to you you know like the way that he says it it, it sounds very brotherly, very familiar, because sometimes the conversations between them don't seem like the conversations that brothers would have. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But th- th- there is something about that it, that is, it just works for me. The casual nature of the, you know, really works for me for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Sam reassures him, I got it, Dean. So when maybe, uh, when he gives that, Sam gives us a look at the, the end, the look of fear or whatever it is. Maybe it's not because he's worried about Dean, but because he's he's worried about himself and still doubting him himself, or or both. Like this is, both, this, yeah. I mean, they've spent a lot of time this season, um, having Sam talk about Dean backing him up and how he's still a hunter because Dean has his back and Dean has always had his back and all of that kind of thing, um, which is like mostly true. Like I think Dean has genuinely tried to to be there for his brother most of yeah. the time. Um, unless it's Valentine's Day, right, ladies? Right. Um, oh. But like this, this, this idea that Dean has this vulnerability, this weakness to what is one of the most powerful beings that they've ever encountered, is terrifying. Not only because it makes him super vulnerable and closer to death, but also like Sam is. It, some of this responsibility is now going to fall on Sam to do it. Like if right. if we if we can't trust Dean to get close to Amara and to kill her, then the next obvious choice is going to be Sam. And I think, and then also as an added meta layer on top of that, like if we remember meeting Billy, the Reaper and Billy telling them like, Oh, by the way, like if you die, you die for real, you're going to go into the Mm -hmm. empty or whatever. Like it's, it's 
like all of that stuff it couples i think to make this a very worrisome prospect for sam winchester for sure there's I, a lot um, of pressure on the shoulders right now. And then at the end of the episode, because uh, we were very concerned about that window that Dan broke earlier in the in the episode, uh, Dean le- leaves down like a wad of cash and waits it down, I guess, to take care of the glass window yes. they broke. Thanks, yes, Dean. Yes, they let us know that they did Whew. pay for the uh, for the window. Didn't didn't ever see or speak to the widow again after she like saw them murder a witch. But yeah, yeah. let's take care of that Well, window. she also abandoned her daughter at some point in the episode. Sure. So. Yeah, also true. Um, but yeah, I am... Um, I don't think that this ruins our, our season 11 run by any means. Uh, no. This is a, a pretty standard by the number supernatural episode. And uh, it it's fine, right? Like it's totally it's fine. fine for it to be that. Um, and I'm, I, I don't know. Like, it's just one of these episodes that I will probably never, ever remember and never want to watch ever again. <laughs> like where there's, there's yeah. really nothing of value here. Even the BM at the end um, felt more like a bowel movement than a brother moment. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Just I am I very to curious to to wonder what it's going to be like if if you know, ten years from now, either of us you know decides to to rewatch Supernatural after having done a, a podcast about it. That's going to take us five years, you know. Um, and what it's going to be like if you know ever getting back to episodes like this, like will I? I don't know. It, it's just interesting because there's some like a lot this season. In fact, they were great, and I would love to you know go through it again. You know, binging the show and just really taking all that in. And then you get to little stinkers like this. It's like, would I just skip it? Would I even remember that this happened? I don't know. It's weird. I think, or, or because I'm not doing a podcast, I'm not taking notes. Would I get a kick out of it? Would I enjoy it a little bit more? Yeah, you, know? you, don't, you don't give a shit anymore. Um, I, and I think that, especially if you're binging an episode, um, like if you're doing five or six in a night of these, then one stinker like surrounded by what has really been a pretty fucking solid episode of television season of television so far is like you won't even blink like it's just like oh that was weird and bad and dumb and now we're moved on to um the next episode um which gets us back to some fun stuff so yeah it's just one of those like supernatural things where i think you just have to put up with a couple of i can't even call them a stinker like it's just a it's just a blah episode yeah yeah, it is what it is. You know, it's okay to watch, but not something you need to take notes on. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. We very much appreciate it. As a reminder, you can find us on Twitter at MOTWCast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. I think if you just search Monster of the Week, a supernatural podcast, you will find us on both of those. Um, come hang out with us and talk to us on social media. We very much enjoy it. People do seem to do that all of the time, and it's very, very yeah. gratifying. We love it. Um Thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. They donate a couple of bucks per month and get the show some monetary support, which allows us to do cool stuff. Um, I think that's it. I think Chris, that is it. Thank you for listening. Everybody. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week uh, with more monster of the week covered in episode where Lucifer sends Dean back in time. Whoa, that's never happened before. Got him. Got him. <laughs> oh, good work, my man. Good work. I was, you know, I was feeling a little sloppy on that mic, but we made it through, brother. We made it through. I'll probably uh, watch another one of these tonight, and maybe we could get a little head on Thursday. 
yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cram that out Thursday. Hopefully, neither of us, you know, has a shitty day or whatever. And it's real easy once you start getting late in the week to be like, I just don't want to fucking spend uh-huh. an hour and a half recording a podcast right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Let's all try to stay healthy. Um, I mean, as much as I, it is, it is fucked up having that thought of like, wouldn't it be tight as fuck to just be quarantined for two weeks? But I mean, we we probably go nuts. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like it'd be, it'd be one of those things where like you think it's going to be cool, and then like you are in the same room with the same two people in your house for the fourth day, and you're like, oh, so yeah. we're just doing all of this again. Oh, it's the same yeah. food. Oh, I can't leave. Like, okay. I can't even go in the backyard. Yeah. I can't even look at the ducks. I just want to go look at my ducks. Yo. Yo. Um, so I know I know when I reached out on my uh on my alt account, um aka my cell phone, when I when I reached out to you with my alt account, I said that I was ready to chop. Mm-hmm. Um I I may have spoken too soon. I'm just not quite sure I'm ready to fully commit to chopping. And that's really hard for me to say, but I just want I just wanted to say it. Chris, if you're not prepared to chop it up, I don't even know why we're in the stew. I think if you walked in if you walked I mean, into the stew and you're not ready to chop, I, I don't I don't even understand what that could be. Do you do you walk into the bathroom and not have toilet paper? Can you imagine walking into the stew? And not chopping. Can I mean, you imagine how embarrassing that would be? You, honestly, call your grandmother and tell her to come pick you up. You have been owned. You have owned yourself I've, in the stew, and your grandmother <laughs> needs to come owned. pick you back up. Imagine imagine even going near the stew without without the intention to chop. That's just not... Just That's strange. That's weird. I'm surprised you haven't found the stew. For sure. Yeah, I mean... It was hard because I haven't really had chop energy, but you know, it, as it turns out, subconsciously I was ready to chop. Because look at us, what are we doing? We're chopping we it doing up right now. We're chopping it up. We're chopping it up. We're chopping brother. it up. We're like, chopping <laughs> it up. Oh, uh, like we're uh, Jesus and Miro, like six years ago when they invented that. <laughs> Just chopping it up. Just doing chopping it thing, up. You know Just chopping it up. Um, you know, so I've been chopping it up a lot about gamers recently. Mm-hmm. Um, been posting a lot of tweets about gamers, been having a lot of thoughts about them. Uh-oh. And I think that there's a long history of gamer chat on this podcast. And I just wanted to make sure that I did publicly say um, that it's all fun in games, right? When I'm when I'm mm. dunking on the gamers out there, it's all fun in games. Um, but I do I do genuinely hate gamers. That's a, that from the bottom of my heart, I do truly feel that way. Um, and what's your, you know uh, that so what's your number one of, hated as, gamer stereotype? What's what's the one thing that gamers do that pisses you off the most? Well, so I I, mean, I should have seen this coming. So uh, International Women's Day just passed, right? Um, if you went to any uh, video game social media account, the the first one that I saw happened to be Final Fantasy fourteen. They posted Happy International Women's Day mm-hmm. with some video game characters, with some female video game characters. Um, that's all it was. That was it. Nice. Seems Thanks, fine. Final yeah. Fantasy XIV Se- for seems good. Uh, acknowledging this mundane mm-hmm. holiday that uh, you can choose to ignore if you'd like to. I'm glad your um, anime but- bunny-eared girls are front and center on this, this celebrated storied right. holiday. Right. But you better believe that the gamers, they could not handle that, Jeremy. They could not 
handle that? I was scrolling through the comments on the Instagram post, and there was people first, being like, first problem what happened right to there. escapism? <laughs> yeah. What happened to escapism? What happened to being able to um, just play, enjoy a game without having policies and agendas pushed on me? Because I don't know if you knew this, Jeremy, but uh, women are, a, are an agenda. Just in, by nature of them, they are an agenda, and that's something gamers believe. Um, International Women's Day is very, very difficult for gamers because what gamers mostly want to know is when's International Women's Day or Men's Day, excuse me. A lot of comments on that post and all throughout Twitter. You could probably just Google or search on Twitter this phrase and some some tweet will come up of I'll celebrate International Women's Day once they have an International Men's Day. Doesn't that well, already you know what, exist? Bro? It already exists, right? Like we, there is a That's holiday. That's right, for that. November seventeenth, yeah. baby, International Men's Day, where we celebrate real men, real hunks, real shit. I just realized that I'm talking over you because I can't hear you. I'm hearing little robot snips. Oh, that's not good. Um, I just like, oh, is that robot in the background? <laughs> it says that I've got like oh, my full bad. bars, bro. Maybe it's me who's who ain't got the bars. Can't believe I just said I didn't have bars. Oh my god! First, you say you're not ready to chop it up. Then you come into the stew and say that you ain't got bars. Very upset with you. Uh, try a different channel. I'm gonna call you direct. I bet you hit me with a pretty sick burn that I could not hear. Yo. Is this any better? Discord just did a really weird echo, but... Um, Is this better? Worse? Better? Worse? Better? It's, Worse? Uh, it, it, it might be better, but it's still a little bit. It's still a little bit there. We might just have to roll with it, you know? Um. Oh, wait, I just went from tiny red to full green is this is this any better it's a little bit better i'm gonna turn off my wi-fi i like to pretend that helps man i was on a gamer diatribe right there you were if you want to get really sticking it to the gamers if you want to get back into it just go right ahead huh? I, I will edit this like it never happened okay so yeah if you if you want to go on to twitter and search that phrase um i'll celebrate international women's day when there's an international men's day you will find dozens of gamer tweets. Um, anime avatars, that's usually a given, but not always. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's Kratos. Sometimes it's, it's Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Sometimes it's just that, you know, the generic gamer icon, and they just don't realize um, the irony of anything that they're saying. Um, how, I mean, they want to know why we don't celebrate International Men's Day. And it's because we act up on International Women's Day, bro. Yeah. It's because you acting up in the comments section. Just calm down. And then you'll, you'll get your day. You'll get your day in the sun, bro. But you got you to gotta calm down. <laughs> you just T-Pained on comments. And it was the most, it was the funniest. Good. Calm. <laughs> it's because you acting up in the comments section. Just calm down.
And then you'll you'll get your day. You'll get your day in the sun, bro. But you gotta you gotta calm down. You gotta quit acting up, bro. Can we? All right, yeah. T pay T pay my whole speech, and we'll pu- put it out for the gamers. We'll drop like a Mass Effect beat underneath it, or like Assassin's Creed soundtrack. Um, so that way the gamers can listen to it because they don't they don't know. Do they you, don't know about. Do you want to drop a couple songs. of bars about gamers for us, Chris? I can I can do a. Which- I just did, bro. Chop it up, man. <laughs> you gotta, bro. Listen, King, when you're in the comment section of that Gamer Girls tweets, you gotta calm down, bro. I promise you. I promise you International Men's Day is coming, King. But they can't celebrate you unless you calm down today, bro. The ladies need their day. You gotta relax, man. You can't be doing this. They're not gonna celebrate you unless you celebrate them, right? Like, the, the, the Gamer Girls are not out That's- here doing this shit for free they're, they're this is their day-to-day right. this is their job they're not gonna they're not gonna like your weird post about international women's day unless you're unless you maybe say something nice just be nice you gotta say something nice bro you gotta say something let nice. me let me practice listen, let me practice my my international women's day treat tweet yeah, to you just yeah. because you know you and i like to workshop things kind of behind the scenes so that our our tweets hit with like maximum funny you know what i'm saying that's right. That's right. Like I'll, I'll, I'll is, send you a draft and, and you'll punch it up for me and then I'll punch it up some more. And then like that, and boom, that thing goes out on the internet and it just racks up those we're like likes. The, and we're RTs. like the SNL writing room. It's a lot like SNL. It's a lot, way less sexist, <laughs> but it's a lot like SNL. Um, so my first draft on international women's day tweet is, um, Hey baby, you look fine today. Go work it. And I would say, I would say, Hey, Hey, um, I would say maybe maybe don't maybe maybe change baby to lady maybe change lady to l- anything else <laughs> maybe maybe just call her a gamer <laughs> like you would call me you know okay when you come into when you come into my comment section what are you gonna call me baby lady right. no, no you're, right. you're gonna right. call you're me gamer. gamer you're gonna yeah. call me bro okay so you know? so let me let me take these these notes let me go back to my my writer's room I'm gonna come back with uh-huh. them bars hey gamer you look sexy today go out there and work I it. don't know see. <laughs> I'm not sure that the sexy hits. I feel like maybe um, you said what you looking fine today. Maybe we maybe we roll that back and say hope you're doing fine today. You okay. know, All right. um, so, it's a well wish. So let me let me go back to the writer's room. Uh, Get it. Come back to the stew with bars. That's hey right. hey gamer, mm-hmm. you're looking good today. What's that smell? <laughs> I, what do you mean by what, what kind of answer are you expecting to that question? I'm expecting that it's, it's for somebody to describe an odor to me or where an odor came from. <laughs> what's what's that smell? That sweat? <laughs> somebody, well, wait, what kind of answer are you looking for on that one? It smells like a gamer done you, dashed away over here. Am I right? <laughs> bring, it, bring it back to the writer's room, bro. Okay, okay, okay. But we're good with gamers, and we're good with you're looking good today. Like, right? That's what we're, we're good with. I mean, two. looking good is better than you're looking sexy. That's okay. all I'll say. All right. <laughs> okay. So wait, I've got I've got the perfect idea. Let's let's mix it up. Let's chop it up, Chris. Oh, chop it up. That's what we're here for. Hey, beautiful gamer. Can I get a pick of them toes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I appreciate that this one's a lot more direct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean. Oh, and, and look, there is the implied. I think it might be a little bit too much. There is the implied hashtag International Women's Day to all of this, right? Like every single tweet that I was. That send is out. the implication. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How about okay. hey? How about this? Um, hey gamer, hope you're having a great day. What are some of your favorite games? Boom. Yeah, but how is that? How is that directed at women? How does that make women know That's that a- I'm nice? 
Use the, use the hashtag. Use the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just write the most bland tweet possible and throw the hashtag on there, and that'll get me laid, right? Because that, that's what I'm assuming I'm doing on International Women's Day, right? Oh, I, well, no, that's not. I, that's not the intent. The intent it's is not? just to celebrate the international women. <laughs> Oh, on the day. You mean like Brazil? Or just celebrate the women on the day internationally. <laughs> okay. So like So is this like a pitbull thing? Like a Mr. Worldwide type situation? Who stole that name Mr. from me? Worldwide? By the way, people people might remember that they st- that Pitbull stole his moniker from one Jeremy Greer. Yes, I do I do remember that. That was <laughs> a trying time for the podcast community. It was very bad. Um but is this does does Pitbull have anything to do with International Women's Day? Is that? Um, I I mean I haven't gone to his Twitter. I don't know what the comment section on his tweets like. If what what happens when Pitbull says Happy International Women's Day? What do you think the comments on that tweet are well, as compared to the Final Fantasy fourteen Twitter account? Let's look up Pitbull on Twitter. <laughs> They've got to be more positive. Um, uh, Pitbull hasn't tweeted. What's today? Today's the eighth, right, or the ninth? Uh, Pitbull hasn't tweeted since the. Fact. Oh, he didn't. He didn't get a tweet out for the day. Yeah, I mean, he's still got time. Yeah, he could still get it done. Hello. I can hear you, but like, kind of not really. Oh, I think I loaded up Twitter and my internet connection just tanked. Um. I wonder. I mean, it could be me. They. I know they were doing construction near me. I don't know. All right. I don't know if they're fucking with some power lines or some shit. What are they doing to you, Chris? I don't know. I just wake up to jackhammering every goddamn morning. Now that needs the hashtag International Women's Day at the end of it. That's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> this could be you. This could be you. Uh, uh, hey, gamers. You're looking great today. Never mind that smell. I'm here to celebrate you. Hashtag. IWD. We're we're close. We're I'll, you know what? Getting I think that's the best we're gonna get. Yeah, that's probably okay. So I'm ready. I'm you good. To, I'm good to tweet that out from the monster. Of the You're week good account. to tweet that out. I yeah. think this is close as we're gonna get um, from the monster of the week account specifically. Well, <laughs> so it's co-signed. All right. Uh, you know what's really funny? Um, I I can't remember what the tweet was. Somebody that I follow, um, a woman, a, 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 a I dare say a, a woman and a gamer, um. She tweeted out something very innocuous. Hey, has anyone ever played this? Or hey, has anyone have any experience with this? It was a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know that this is like a super specific random thing. So like, but heck, does anybody have an answer to my question? I don't remember what it was at all. Anybody got and any straps, I, strats for and I, uh, unlocking I the this. ultimate weapon in Final Fantasy yeah. 7? I saw this tweet and, I, and there was four comments already. And I just was like, what? What are the answers to this? Because this is indeed a very obscure, random thing. And again, I can't remember what it was. And sure enough, like one of n- none of the people re- responding had an answer. It was four dudes. And one of them just said, I don't know anything about this, but if you ever have any questions about anything else, feel free to message me anytime. Sure. It's just like, bro, like her girlfriend is in her Twitter bio. She's not interested. I assure you. <laughs> Yeah, but but she hasn't met me, right? That's that's that's, that's right. the mindset hey, behind these that's dudes. That's right. Maybe that he's the one. Maybe he's the one. I'm the one that will convert you. Like that's the, I have the magical dick that can convert the ladies to dick. And it's just it's always gamers, dude. It's always, it's gamers. always gamers. And meanwhile, they're like they are just going out of their goddamn minds 
speculating about what the new Xbox and Playstations are going to be like. Who gives a fuck How many what they can or can't do, dude? It's a toy. It's an entertainment toy. Knock it off. <laughs> Relax, please. Yeah, but I need to know exactly what type of hard drive is in there because I need. I'm very concerned about the speediness of my games, which is why I invest in three hundred dollar consoles and not three thousand dollar PCs. Exactly. Like if you really give a shit, it's just brand loyalty. It's just, it's just this brand ardent loyalty. brand loyalty because people don't have anything else going on with themselves, and I'm I'm a victim of that shit too. I I am a collector. Which means that I have dug myself in deep to a bunch of nonsense that doesn't mean anything. It just collects dust in my house. It's true. But it's just like they weaponize their passion always. That's what that's the number one thing that, that games teach you to do. It's to weaponize whatever is in your hand and weaponize whatever is in your heart. And sometimes that's gaming. I got to weaponize gaming to make sure that I hate everybody that I talk to. I have never in my life like seriously and unironically referred to myself as a as a gamer. No, right? straight up. That's yeah, never been a would thing. would never, ever in a million years do that. And uh, it's weird because uh, I get that thing that I feel like um, homosexual people probably get because there's not a lot of people that play video games that are outspoken about video games like in my business. So uh-huh. uh, somebody heard that I play video games or that I do podcasts and they were like, oh, you need to talk to such and such in my office. She plays and she went on tour like doing Overwatch and she plays Fortnite. And I'm like, you know, like just because we happen to be sitting in front of a screen like with a controller in our hands, like we are all the same person, right? Like we don't yeah, immediately. Yeah. And I feel like uh, my, my, my gay brother and sisters out there are probably feeling that too of like, oh, I know a lesbian. You're a lesbian. Let me introduce you to the two of them. Right. <laughs> you will instantly get along and because you're both lesbians. Yes, it's it's very weird. It's like, you know, I, oh, I live in New England and like, bro, you're you're a Patriots fan. Oh, let me introduce you to my brother. He's a Patriots fan, too. Like, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I never <laughs> in a million years. Like, it's just it's all very it's all very odd. Anytime and, you start personally identifying with the things that you like to do, I think is, mm-hmm. is to get yourself in trouble. Like this started out like real jokey, but like in all seriousness, like the moment that you're like, oh, this is what defines me as a person is this external corporation and their ability to provide me entertainment. Like, don't don't do that. <laughs> like right. that's why like I I used to example, I am on Instagram and it's mostly dedicated to my video games and the things that I collect. That's what my Instagram is used for. And I've met a lot of people through there and so many of them and I used to make fun of this when I did Chomp Chain all the time. Just it would always be like uh Sephiroth underscore gamer, yep. sad boy underscore mm-hmm. gamer, mm-hmm. or like uh chronic Ganj Gamer 420, some shit like that. Like everybody puts gamer in their in their uh handles so that you know what they're about. And like sure. when people have a Twitch channel where they play video games, it'll be like local bones gaming. It's like bitch. I am like that's what are you doing? You're recording yourself playing video games. Why do you have to put gaming in the channel? It just sounds corny as fuck. Or it's or it's uh, or it's local bones plays. Twitch.tv right. slash local bones right. plays. Yeah, I know what you're doing on Twitch.tv. Like, it's I know what all you're here the for. Same. And it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. But why does everybody call themselves a gamer? When I okay, so I brought up the Instagram thing because my bio used to say something along the lines of um podcaster and collector because those were like the two things that i would post about was the podcast that i record and the things i collect but then i just thought was like are those what i am or are those my hobbies so i changed it to i record podcasts and i collect things it's not that exactly but it's something along those lines like i'm changing up the way that the verbs are used i'm not using those words 
to describe myself anymore. I'm just using them to describe are, my hobby. You are not those things. You do those things. Exactly. Just like I am not rap, a gamer, I play video games. Rap is something that you do, and hip hop is something that you live. Right? Like it's the same difference there. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that is hard. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I uh, yeah, I, so I don't I don't run into bad gamers anymore. I um I occasionally I, I run into bad people like on the internet. But like, I feel like I have isolated myself for most game talk that I like we talk about video games on this podcast and I used to be on a podcast about video games and like it just and people would until like they, until they fired you until they fired me and until <laughs> until we got a letter that says disappointed in Jeremy yeah. Dan. <laughs> Thanks. It was, it was from me. Oh, my God. Um but like I just don't run into a lot of bad opinions and you know why? It's cuz I'm mm-hmm. not in those fucking comments. Like I yeah. see and, I see well, a tweet and I I don't yeah. look at the replies and I live my life freely. It's so To good. be fair, any opinion from a gamer is bad. Yes, 100%. So, it doesn't even matter if you agree with them and go, "Oh shit, that's a bad opinion." Nobody cares um, that I really like Shadow of the Colossus. Like if no, if I'm following no. David Lynch on Twitter, which I am, and David Lynch is like having a hard time with the twelfth Colossus, bro, and I'm like, hey David, <laughs> I fucking love Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. He doesn't need to know that. It's a world. It's an international success story. It's one of the most beautiful and heart wrenching games of all time. The mechanics are are super interesting. David Lynch already knows all of that. He doesn't need me to, to justify that, his he purchase. He doesn't need you being the cheerleader in the comments, the special boy with the special words. David Lynch just downloaded that because it was free on PS Plus. He wants to get his quick platinum, uh-huh. and then he's out. He doesn't need to hear he's my out, opinions he's on in and he is out. Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> or Lost t- Highway. He's done with both of them. He's done. I was texting you on Friday because I went to my buddy's house, and um, he just got uh, he downloaded it for free um, this month. Shadow of the Colossus, and he was playing the the first boss. There was only three of us there. Like we were, he was waiting for his other friends to come, um, and he's playing that first Colossus. Hasn't played in years. And his other friend who was there was like, man, this is like hard to watch. Like, this is this is rough because he kept falling. It was taking him forever. Bro, you better believe I took up that controller and smashed those second two colossi in seconds. It was embarrassing for everybody in the room, including including yourself, (laughs) including myself. I've never flexed harder on a group of people in my life because I'm not good at anything. Good at this one thing. That was my only true gamer moment. Did you, uh, I know you did the, the hard time trials. Did we ever compare our numbers and see who got the better numbers on the hard time trials? I don't know. We haven't. And I don't think I, I think want we, to, I think, except I think, if we do a, a local bones nose gaming podcast, shout out class, a special edition, then, then we'll, we'll compare numbers. We, okay. We'll have to get the numbers. I don't, I don't know where I, where I stand, like in the speed running community, probably pretty low, but I, I feel like that's something that I'm okay at. Like I'll really enjoy getting those, doing those challenges for some reason. Yeah. No, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, so I did actually, I'll bring this up listeners. Um, some people in the discord mentioned they would love a local bones nose gaming podcast for real. Um, I'm not going to like start a weekly podcast for that, but, (laughs) but if people actually do want to listen to that for some reason, beyond what we goof around about in the outtakes, um, I, I, I will consider, um, if there's enough interest, just throwing some stuff on Patreon, like, um, recording my thoughts about a game, because as I said in the discord, I play a lot of old random ass games for no reason and i often have a lot of thoughts about them but have no way to express that because gamer discourse is terrible um but i could hop on a microphone i could talk for 20 minutes about a game i could throw it out there i could have special guests 
like my good friend uh jeremy greer for instance he sometimes he likes to come on the on local bones nose gaming podcast um and we like to you know we like to chop it up on there um i'd like so to consider myself that there. the robin to your howard on the local bones nose gaming podcast i brought my i please explain that reference <laughs> do you never listen to howard stern oh 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. cut, uh, cut that out, uh, cut that out, please, Robin, cut that out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like Batman and Robin, right? Who's yeah, Howard? Of course, yeah, <laughs> I thought his name was Bruce. <laughs> Who the fuck is Howard? Howard H- Wayne? Hod Howard? Who is that? Uh, um, yeah, if you guys want to hear stuff like that or any other random stuff, like shout at us. Um, we, I mean, all of that stuff is just me and Chris like texting and talking to each other, but it could be mm-hmm. something where I make it exclusive on Patreon for like three days and then put it out to everybody else or something. Like, I don't, I don't we don't really know how any of that stuff is going to work. Um, but since we're talking about this, you can expect a pretty significant restructure of our Patreon pretty soon. So, because I am yeah. changing the way that all of that is going to work in various different ways. So, yeah. And if you have any right. thoughts on that, uh, hit me up. Yeah. I am at hit Jeremy local, up. local Bones on Twitter. Whoa. Chris starts getting like, my uh, Patreon audio feed isn't working. And Chris is like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm a gamer. I'm not a, I don't know, I'm not man, bro. Man. Did, you, did you try fixing it? I'm not a technician, dog. What the fuck is yeah. your problem? I'm a Let's voice, about- bro. I'm a heart, man. Let's talk about Supernatural. Let's talk about Supernatural. We did it. We just filled out. Sorry that I was just like promoting a thing that might not exist ever or that you might not want to do. It's totally fine with me, dude. I'll get on the mic with you and talk any old time, except you know. I just figured like, last week, which, which, which right. did not get, get it done. <laughs> right. That's because you acting up in the comments section. Just calm down. And then you'll you'll get your day. You'll get your day in the sun, bro, but you gotta you gotta calm down.